Tech for Senior Live. Can you hear me? Is everyone out there? It's a great uh, it's a great Thursday morning here in Comox, British Columbia on Vancouver Island off the west coast of Canada. As we all tune in across uh, Canada, United States and even some people in Europe and uh, in South Central South America. So we have all sorts of people going to be listening to the show today. Uh, I'm going to introduce everyone in just a minute, but you maybe if you're new, you're wondering who the heck are we? Well, we are a bunch of seniors and we like to get together and have a coffee and chat about the weekly news. And that is exactly what we are going to do today. Uh, if you want to, um, if you want to, no, they'll do this one here. This is, uh, if you want to follow along with uh, the articles today that we're going to be going, uh, showing you, you can actually look at them on our Facebook page. We've been busy posting articles all week about our, uh, about technology, not, not health related, but technology. Yes, this is a tech show because really we all come from our Monday show, which is called Tech for Seniors. And we've, we're in our third season now. What do we got? 118, Huey? Is it up to 100? I believe that's what it is. Yep. Problem is, when you get old, it's hard to remember how to count that high now, right? <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's past my fingers and toes. Yeah, yeah, it's past fingers and toes, sort of thing. You know, we're sort of 118 shows we've done. So, if you want to um, now, I just want to let everyone know. So, if you do want to come and visit us on uh, on Monday and and to the show, um, you can certainly do that. We uh, now it is a Zoom meeting on on Monday, so we broadcast it out over uh, Zoom, and we broadcast it to. Um, um, we went to Facebook. YouTube. Oh, sorry, over to YouTube, and and we broadcasted you, so you can either see it as a Zoom meeting and, or onto YouTube. And details of that are on our webpage, which is www.techforsenior.com. And we um, so all the information is there if you want to uh, join us for the Monday show. We have a lot of fun. Uh, Ray Baxter's camping. Ray Baxter is usually with us. He's our musical director, great guy. He's uh, he's actually today in his motorhome in um, Grand Canyon camping. Right, guys? He'll be back. He'll be back uh, uh, on Monday, and then of course for the next Thursday show. So uh, if he is listening, <laughs> Ray, ha hope hopefully you're having a you're you're not getting too smoky with the campfires, and you're having a great time. And enjoying. Does he have his family with him? Has he got the grandkids or anything? No, I don't. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not sure. Anyway, if you're having fun, enjoy your enjoy your I time. Think, I think it was he and his wife and another couple. Another couple, eh? Okay. Great. And uh, so anyway, that's uh, so that's our Monday show. And today, of course, we're going to be talking about the news. That's our Thursday show. We tape this, and of course, this is uh, not uh, a Zoom meeting. This is uh, this is. Um, a, we broadcast this out on StreamYard to Facebook and YouTube. So if you're over in our Zoom feed, if you're over on the Zoom meeting and you're waiting for, to, for the show to start, we'll see you Monday because nobody's there, right? So you might want to come over here and watch on our StreamYard. And again, you can find the links to that. I have a big red button on our website and you can, uh, of course, uh, just click that and we will get... Um, uh, and you can come over and watch the show. Now, the other thing is, oh, and we podcast this, of course, and it'll be up on our podcast, which uh, by tomorrow. If you are out there and you are, we have no idea who's listening. So if you're out there and you are, um, and you're listening to us and we'd like to know, maybe can you put your first name in where you're from and uh, what the weather is, give us a little hello. Uh, it, we're here to also answer questions. If you have any questions, uh, we certainly to the best of our ability, we'll we'll answer the questions about uh, about any technology issues that you you want to talk about. Uh, we'll be uh, looking at that in just uh, just a minute. Um, but I really want to take some time to introduce um, uh, the, the other two individuals involved with the show today, uh, which of course most of you know very 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 well. Of course, there's uh, my partner in crime on our Monday show, Huey Potluck. Huey's from Bradenton, Florida. We're not sitting in an actual broadcast booth here. We're actually across the country. We're even in different countries. And of course, Huey's from Bradenton, Florida. Nice weather. Yeah. 
And you were telling me all about the great deals you're getting and on prices and watermelons and seafood and and crabs you're gonna have for dinner. Oh my gosh, crazy. Yep. Uh one of the local chains here, they have about eight stores. They've got ground beef, 80% for $2.99 a pound. Hmm. And I did it a few weeks ago. I was 40th in line uh, when you pick the numbers. And, and there were another 40 behind me within minutes. Uh, but they had huge mounds and lots of help. And it didn't take long. And I got my then three pounds. I'm going to get probably five pounds today and make up some baked meatballs and freeze them and have them when I want them. And Huey and I also do a show. Not only do we do the Monday show, well, Bob is, is with us as well, uh, uh, and we do Learning Chromebooks, which is a, a monthly uh, production. And we um, we just did one. That, was it last week or the week before? I can't, it was last week, wasn't it? The week before. Week before. And it's hard, you know, it goes by so fast. And it's we do the time again, yeah. Yeah, we do uh, do it as a monthly monthly show. And, and one of the things we've done is we've changed a little bit, and we're – actually going to be talking about Chromebook news as well as Chromebook support for your machines and learning. We'll teach, teach, teaching you some tricks as well with your Chromebook. Uh, and this is our new Facebook page that we've just uh, added. And it is our page where you can go and we'll be posting uh, Chromebook news items uh, on there. So if you want to pop over and have a look at that, follow that along. Any new articles about Chromebook? Yeah, I posted a bunch this morning. Yeah, yeah, I did too. So there's some good stuff there. So th I think that's going to be very popular. And so this is a new feature. So you can certainly, um, certainly uh, look at that. And we'll be doing again uh, in July. And again, you can register if you just go to www.techforsenior.com. You can go there and register and we'll uh, be happy to um, see you uh, at the end of July for that. And of course, I haven't introduced Bob Gastisha. Bob, Bob, of course, is from Las Lunas, New Mexico. He is our security expert. He does his weekly um, uh, security news roundup on our show, but Bob is like I always talk. Bob is like the ever ready Easter Bunny. He keeps going and going and going, and he's always making all these great videos through the week. So Bob's not just a security guy, but he knows a lot about all Windows 11. He he goes on and on and on about all these videos, and he uh, he's a great guy. And so we're really happy that he's here because he keeps us straight, and uh, we welcome your presence Bob. Thank you. Right. Nice to be here. Yeah. Did you have a good week? Did you have a good week? Yeah. Excellent week. Mm -hmm. Busy week. Busy weekend. Yeah. Yeah. People have to stop giving me ideas about making videos. I, I know that in my head and I have to get busy and do it just the yeah. way I'm built. Yeah, and I, I well, I guess it's a habit. After three years now, I'm always saying, "Oh, that'd make a good video," or "That's a good one." You know, are you th you guys think about the same thing? And so you're always no. thinking, "Yeah, oh, that'd be that'd make an easy video." So, and then I go to make the video, and oh, gee, I got to get this, and I got to get that. And all of a sudden, it's a project. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes you got to be careful. Bob's got, it. Bob's got it down to a science. Uh, yes, I yeah. do. <laughs> yeah, because otherwise, you go down that. To, that rabbit hole and you think, oh, this wasn't such a good project. <laughs> so anyway, so listen, um, I wanted to talk, before we get into the articles, I wanted to talk about something and get your opinion on, on. Uh, oh, oh, let's, before we do that, is anyone out there listening? Do we have any comments? Um, uh, Mike, Mike was so excited to be here. Uh, he posted this. He thought it was Thursday and signed in early. <laughs> well, hold on. Don't change the slide. I want to um, – so Mike Ironman is a good friend of ours, and, and he's been um, – he, he does a lot of contributions to the Monday show. And, and he, of course, he's doing one now for us. He, he did on solar panels and solar energy for your house. Very popular, a lot of interest in it. And he's done – He's I think it's going to end up being about a four-part series. He's done two. We played the last one last week. And so it's uh, so Mike's a, a, a great guy. Really interesting. Uh, if you are interested in solar energy or or getting solar panels on your house and looking at some of the issues, uh, you may want to look at some of the, our past episodes. Uh, the last two episodes were part one and part two, and Mike has um, done a very good job with that. And we look forward to part three and part four. So, well done, Mike, and uh, I'm glad you're here early. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then he put this up. 
now it's the correct day and another excellent solar producing morning is as well yeah it's, it's sunny here as well yeah this yeah for sure uh dick vogel good morning oops afternoon from san first florida yeah uh oh and maureen's from yeah victoria maureen uh, uh um and and also joan from uh from victoria just south here boy you you did not so hold on before you before you pass along i gotta talk a little bit joan and the um the in Saanich, there was a, a bank robbery this week. I mean, Victoria is sort of a laid back, sort of cozy little city that, that you know, everybody thinks about is just being, oh, it's, it's so picturesque. But there actually was a huge bank robbery there with police and guns and, oh, it was a big deal. So it was pretty, lots of news, made the national news, everything. So, so anyway, lots of, lots happening down in Victoria. I've gone through a couple of bank robberies. I was an officer in a bank and I've had a gun to my head. Oh really? So, oh yeah. Yep. Oh you're kidding. It's very exciting. Very oh, exciting. Yeah, this was this was big time <laughs> exciting. Yeah, yeah. Sally my, my boss asked me, are you sure that gun was loaded? I said, look, at least I know where they went. I got you the license plate from the car that they drove. Yeah. I said, if it had been you, you'd have been underneath the desk, probably peeing in your pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sally says Kirkland much cooler now. I think it's going to warm up, though. You're right, Sally. Uh, it did cool down a bit, but I think it's going to warm up. Uh, Stu, uh, good noontime from Dunedin, Florida. Yep. Hi, Stu. Welcome again. Dick Vogel should say Sanford, Florida. Uh, Steve Powell, Kirkland, 59 degrees. Yeah, a little cooler. Olive Cousin, hi from Willamette Valley of Oregon. It is overcast, 58 degrees to 79 degrees. Yeah, but you guys are going to get some nice warm weather. Irving, uh, good afternoon from Ottawa. Yes, great. Ready for Canada Day. It's a sunny day. Yeah, indeed. The long weekend this weekend. Richard Clarkson from Morovia, California, not Canada. Currently 72 degrees. A little cool for California, I would think. Gerald Smith says West Seattle, 59 degrees. Bob Baxter, Bellevue, Washington, 60, heading for mid-70s. Chris Rosensky. Oh, Chris, that's great. I'm glad Chris is great. From Eastburn, New York, sunny, 69 degrees. Don't, hold it. Don't change this. Don't change it. So, Chris, I got to tell you about Chris. Chris and I are good friends. Chris and I taught Chromebooks in in uh, in mesa arizona and um chris has since uh, chris and edith have since left arizona and they've moved uh but they own a um a lot which they've had for many years on the water uh up in new york and they have a big motorhome and they go camping up there and they're quite they're musicians they do a lot of work with uh with music and they're as as huey knows them and they they're ardent uh, chromebook users as well so uh, Chris and I are always talking and sending emails back and forth. So, uh, welcome, Chris, and I hope um, hope you're having a great day. And say hello to Edith for me. That's it. That's it. Okay, that's great. So, um, so before we get started, uh, so I introduced everybody. We talked about it. Good. I have forgotten. Have I forgotten either of you too? No. <laughs> All right. Um, I wanted to talk to you about something today and here I wanted your opinion now uh, I did post this as an article but I'm going to bring this article up and this was an article about Apple watch saves man life after he was stranded out in the sea this was in Australia so um, he floated out to sea um, got in some tides and got out there and of course he's in this big ocean and um, the Apple watch purportedly saved his life I'm not sure if he if you use the SOS feature of it, or he was actually able to make a call from the Apple Watch, the, the details aren't known. But <clears throat> so the the uh, so the details aren't known. But so my 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 uh, my question, <laughs> I want to talk about tracking and personal information and tracking and what you think. Now, a lot of people, uh, when they buy something or whatever they and we had this discussion last Monday. Uh, if you remember on the show, people often turn off the location device. You know, they turn off the the first thing they do is they want don't want to be tracked, right? They say, I don't want anybody to know where I am. 
and they turn off the location device tracking. All right. Now, so <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to say now, is that a good thing or not? Because in this case, this guy's wearing his watch. He's out to sea. He's going to drown. And, and of course it, people were able to find him. So is it, what do you think, Bob? From a security and privacy standpoint, it's a very good idea. However, if you want to be part of the world and you want people to send you ads that are localized to you, directions that are localized to you, suggestions that are localized to you, don't turn it off. Besides, you are you're already have all your stuff all over the internet anyway. A little late to worry about protecting your location 10 years into that subject, which way back when nobody worried about. Now, right. all of a sudden, you have some people that are worrying about it. But Right. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a good idea to have it turned on. So if, if you are lost, somebody can find you. Right. But my question is, if you're out to sea, uh, how are they tracking you? Yeah, the GPS is on, mm -hmm. but generally, uh, they don't. do they track you through GPS or yes. do they... You can find, find your watch. There's, there's a yeah, track. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can find your watch. Uh, so, uh, uh, well, it's, so that's interesting. I don't know. I mean, it, it does bring up some questions. Can't call anybody. I don't well, think there's yeah. any towers out in the ocean. Yeah. Well, I don't know that he was that far out that he he was outside of cellular service, and I don't know if it had a cell. I don't know if it had a SIM chip in it. Those those details are not known on this article. Okay, this just came out this morning, and I thought. Well, this is sort of interesting because we did have that discussion on the Monday show because we were talking about logging into your bank and logging into um, different services that you have. And a lot of times, based on the, the device you're logging in with, if, if you've logged in there before or your location is always in your house, it's in the same location, then the bank says, hey, I know who you are, in you go, right? But if all of a sudden you move your computer to Mesa, Arizona, from wherever you are, and you're going to holidays, and all of a sudden you log in, they're going to say, "Whoa, hold on here, this isn't this isn't you, right?" You know, and so you, if you don't have location tracking turned on, then they have no idea where you are, and so you're likely going to get into more trouble every time you want to log in, right? It's going to be more difficult, right? Is that that would be my thoughts on that, eh? becomes more difficult because they'll want you to identify yourself. Right. And it, it's being done to protect you because remember, if somebody gets a hold of your credit card information, they're not going to be where you are. So you want somebody to say, hey, wait a minute, how come you're signing in from? It's not home. That's right. The best right. thing to do, even on a credit card, is to file a vacation or a travel information with your credit card and your bank and then they know you're someplace else so when you use your card they won't all of a sudden send you notices it's been declined very embarrassing it is it is you know particularly when people don't carry cash anymore right that's right so that that becomes more of a problem right so yeah that's interesting now it's also really interesting um I don't know. Do you get those reports from Google Maps? I think it's Google Maps that send it to you that's, that shows your activity for the week. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. the month. The month. You know, yeah. I used to send so so I I I I think it's a hoot. You know, it shows exactly where I've been for the month, right down to the store. I was going yeah, right to the store. Yeah, that's yeah, scary. They, they know exactly where you've been. And I like that. So I used to send it to my daughter, um, uh, my daughter who of course when COVID, when when I'm supposed to be locked in my house and not going out. I would always send her the report each month and say, see, I'm behaving myself, right? Okay, dad, I see that. You're fine. You know, don't, but don't you go out. And I said, no, I'll send you the report next month. <laughs> so, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's nice. It's nice. Now I get reports every month to tell me where I haven't been. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's, that's sort of interesting. Uh, so I guess I'm, I'm probably the same page as everybody here. Um, I leave it all on. I like I like everyone to know where I am. I don't try and, but you know there are people that are worried about that and they turn it off. And I just think it's important that we talk about that, is because if you do turn it off, there may be some unwanted consequences, right? And I think you have to think about that. Now, the other thing that I, you may or you probably remember that great video I made last week 
you you know on the Garmin the Garmin tracker for children, right? Now, why I was talking about this today is, of course, my daughter who lives in uh, Beijing, China, with her husband and their educators, and um, of course, tracking is a big deal in China. Like they they have apps, and they have to have these apps on their phone. And they, they track everything you do, but not for the reasons that we get tracked. There are many other reasons that you get tracked in China. So the on the Garmin Vivo Junior, which is the, a, a tracker for children, there is no GPS locator in it. And when they went to choose that device, that was one of the specific requirements that they had is they did not want any tracking on their five-year-old child, on my grandson, right? And so that was a specific word. So it depends what part of the world you're in on why you may or may not want someone tracked, right? And we're gonna talk about that later today in the show. There's some interesting stuff about TikTok. I don't know if you saw those yep. articles yeah. on, yeah, on TikTok. We should talk about that. But now this is getting really sneaky because of course that in, so what we've just said, you know, in, in China, in Beijing, and in, in buying an activity tracker for a child, you know, most people will say, oh, that's great. I can find my kid when he runs off and I don't know where it is. You know, this is a great thing. But specifically, they bought that Garmin um, uh, device, the activity device for children. because. So it how do you have a tracker when it can't track? No, it's tracking your activity. It's it's oh, an activity track. only. Yeah, okay. it's an activity only tracker, okay. and it works through the parent's phone. It's yeah. it's for a preteens. It's it's a, yeah. it's a younger younger child. So, uh, but there's no there's no, and that was a specific requirement that they had. I thought that was interesting. So there are in light of the fact that you now have teens who are involved in malware, making extra money. Uh, it's a pretty good idea to know what your kids or grandkids are doing when they're on the internet. It is. And that's the nice thing about this. It's, it's, it runs through the parent's phone. And, and they're, we're talking about really young children. This is made for you know five-year-olds and stuff like that. So it's- I, I, I can think of some reasons some adults would not want tracking. Uh, if they're married and are cheaters, yeah. or if they're working and they'd like to stop for some liquid lunch, they don't want their bosses to know where they are. Yes, indeed. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if your wife saw your activity tracking, and you know you were off doing something you shouldn't be doing, and you know yeah. she'd know exactly where <clears throat> where you went, right? Yeah. Well, why were you at at this uh, uh, this particular right. bar that has females dancing? Right. Exactly. That's right. Uh, when you're supposed to be working, or when you were working late that night. That's right. So it's it's a it's it's. But anyway, so there are lots of different ways of looking at this. And I thought it was worth um, thought it was worth discussing and talking a little bit about because you're right, you either are there's both sides of the fence, right? Yep, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, interesting. Um, listen, before we get into the news articles, any any comments? Yep. Yeah, there's, there's a things. things out here. Yep. Uh, let's see. Morning. Uh, Maureen Glenn was right across the street from the bank robbery on Tuesday. Oh, was she? Oh, wow! Oh my gosh! They, I mean, this was a shoot 'em up. People killed. Even the even the police were fatally injured. There were six police been injured. Wow. You know, one was in critical. Two bank robbers killed. I mean, this is a big deal. I mean, this is not usually happening in in Victoria. This is uh, crazy. Um, Maureen says, "Questions for Bob." In the recent newsletter, you talked about cookies. I was wondering how you identify third-party cookies and if you can remove them. Thank you. The answer is yes, you can remove them. It's one of your settings. When you check under cookies, there is a specific thing for uncheck third-party cookies. And third-party cookies are the ones that go to uh, friends of the site you visit, the advertisers. First-party cookies are strictly to make your visit to a website easier. Third-party cookies are to make sure you get lots of ads. So that's the part you want to uncheck. Although I don't use their product, I do read the McAfee blog. And they have some pretty interesting articles. And they had a really good article on cookies and, and, and uh, all 
what they are, how they work, and and so yeah. on. And it was a very lengthy article. Otherwise, I would have included probably in, in one of my articles. Uh, and I may still just take some parts of it and stick it in the uh, in my article for Saturday. I'll now they also have things as now they also have some things called super cookies, and that's something that unfortunately big companies like Google are introducing that'll make them richer when it comes to advertising and something we right now don't have any control over. Right. So Bob, with the new changes in the cookie law, I guess we'll call it whatever, um, you know, we all are faced with now when, when we go to a new website, it says, can we use cookies? You get your choice of saying yay or nay. Is that, is that third party cookies or is that just, just the. Every one of those things has a place for you to check the details right they have you accept or details you want to go to the details and in the details is where you want to uncheck the advertisers or third parties share my information with our friends or our advertisers that's the part so you have to go in and you have to actually make uh, an attempt to not simply say, oh, just accept them. No, you have to go and look at the details and then make your selection. Okay, good. Uh, just before we get to all of this question, I just want to go back to um, one of the things we talked about in the pre-show. We'll get to all of So Hugh, you'll, you'll bring yeah, that back. Bring it back yeah. Okay. One of the things I want to, every, if you own a Pixel phone, I was telling Bob this earlier this morning. I was reading this article this morning <clears throat> about, about, crash detection on the Pixel phone, and it may be coming to other Android phones. And I thought, what do you mean? And they said, yeah, since Pixel 4, there's automatic crash detection. But that's car, car crash. Car crash. Car crash, yeah, car crash. And on the Pixel phone, and I thought, what? And I said, so I, it's in the personal information. And I, and so I, when we started this, when the, in the warm up show today, when we we're talking with Bob, I said, do you know, Bob's got a Pixel as well. And I said, do you know anything about it? No, I don't know anything about it. I didn't either. And sure enough, you go into settings, go down to personal information, <clears throat> open that up, and there's a whole app there, <clears throat> excuse me, on car crash detection, which, of course, if you turned off location finding, this isn't going to work. <clears throat> so just if you do have a Pixel phone, I'm going to set mine up today and I'll maybe even do a little video on it. I haven't figured that out. But um, uh, anyway, it's um, uh, something you might want to consider if you own a Pixel phone, but this likely will be coming to all the Android phones as well. Let's go back to all of uh, Would you Would the new Google Fi phone connected satellite allow messaging in the Australian guy way out to sea. Sure. Sure. But he didn't have his phone. He only had his watch, right? So, but if you did, <clears throat> if you did have your phone, uh, I'm still, you know, you know, all of these phones are all waterproof. Gee, I'd be a little nervous about taking my $1,500 iPhone or, or my, or your Huey's S22 Pro or whatever it is, $2,000 cell phone out in the salty sea. You know, I don't know. What about you, Huey? What do you think? <laughs> it's your fault. <laughs> uh, Olive says, I miss uh, Karen's oatmeal chocolate chip cookies. Oh, the memories. Can NASCAR drivers turn off crash <laughs> 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 Well, I hope so. I hope so. They'd anyway, rather hey. turn off crashes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess so. Yeah, exactly. They're looking at their watch, they're going to have a crash. They are. That's right. All right, share video. Let's see what share detection here. Yeah, let's look at some news. We got to do some work here. People aren't going to be happy with it. Now, let me see if I get this little bar a little bit bigger. I think that's about as good as I can get. So just to let everybody know, if you want, that's the uh, that's the link. I'm not going to leave it up because we always get complaints that the, the bar is right over the uh, whole thing. So... Uh, but that's the uh, the link of facebook.com at tech for senior go there now these are the articles that we'll be uh, we'll be going over uh okay let's have a look we uh, we did the first article oh now this just came out a few minutes ago um and you should this is a great article apple carplay could completely change how you buy gas this is a new feature that they're planning on releasing on the next release of ios and this will be um, in your car as you're driving along. 
you'll be able to um, it, it, the the app will will give you a, a list of the gas stations and prices. You then can prepay your gas. In other words, you just hit the button and say, "That's it. I'll I'll fill up at this station, prepay." So it's paid on your credit card, everything. You just roll up, fill up, and off you go. And this is the new uh, new feature. So there, there could be the savings because you would know what the best gas of the area would be. Of course, the app will take you right to the gas station. And you don't have to stand around putting your credit card in or anything. You just go and I guess there's a code you put in or something. And it would just automatically allow you to fill up. So I thought that's, uh, that's coming in Apple CarPlay. Interesting, eh? I have one of the features in the car that I have, the van, is Apple CarPlay. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't own an Apple. You don't own. Yeah. <laughs> I have a Pixel, so. Yeah. Um, do you guys? Uh, does anyone use one? I don't use. I I don't use one password. But this came out. I one password will help you remember which sign in with which service you use. And you know that is so cool because. One of the problems I have using LastPass is I go along and I want to log into a site and, and I often have three or four different times I've logged in with different different ways and they're all wrong and, and LastPass just sort of held all those and I, and I hit the wrong one and it just doesn't work. But this is sort of, we'll remember which sign-in you, you service you use last. So this is sort of cool. Do you have any thoughts on it? No, I don't have 15 places for sign-ins. Okay. I have one because if I change it, I also change it in the password manager. Okay. All right. Um, and then this is another interesting one that uh, was in Gmail users can now check how much story they have storage on their mobile devices. And I was looking at this yesterday, actually, I don't usually do Gmail on my, uh, on my mobile device, but, um, I was playing around with that yesterday and you now can see how much storage you have and look at, and it, if you have multiple accounts, it's easy to see on each account, how much uh, storage space you have, which is uh, sort of interesting. So if you do have, if you do use Gmail and you are on your mobile device. Are they talking about storage or stuff you've saved to the device? No storage, hard drive storage. So it's the stuff up on the, on the cl right. cloud. Yep. That's right. That's right. Um, now, oh, this was interesting. Um, and I wanted to um, bring this up. Apple promises white glove experiences for its most helpful community members. <clears throat> and I, the reason I didn't want, I don't particularly want to talk about this article, but um, Michael Daniels, of course, is a friend of uh, Huey's and mine. I think, Bob, you know Michael. He's been on our yes. show a number of times. Yeah. Michael's a product expert, as Chris Gould is. Chris will be doing her... Uh, Chris is also a friend of ours, and um, she does uh, Geeks on Tour. What uh, they're both product experts. Chris is a product product expert in, of course, Google Photos. Michael's a product expert in, I think, five different five different you know uh, products of Google, and they um, they're they're gold. I think there's different tiers. You 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 start by answering questions in their community forums and you work your way up. And Michael's platinum or gold or whatever the highest level is. In, in five of these products. So they, um, as part of the perk for that, and it takes a little, many years to do that, as part of the perk, they flew them all to New York this last weekend, and they had a three-day Google seminar in uh, New York for the product experts. And that's really how Apple and Google expect their product support. They don't actually have, well, I guess maybe they do, but the, you know, you don't generally don't deal with people at at Google or at Apple giving you personal support, you usually go through their community forums and, and the support is usually very good because you're dealing with these very expert people. Um, and I guess the Apple is now is going to make the, um, uh, is going to are doing the, so you might, may, uh, you may want to do some community work with Apple or or even with Google. I'm going to try and get Michael on. Michael's very busy. I'm going to try and get him on the show on Monday. And I'd like I'd like him to talk about his experience as being a, a product specialist and the trip to New York. And because a lot of people, particularly seniors, if they've got a lot of time, they have a lot of experience. It's a nice way that you can give back and, and have sort of fun with it. So it is it is something that, you know, you might want to think about. 
you guys it's, thought, it's, thought. it's something I've done for Avast since yeah. 2004. Right. How, how much time do you spend, Bob, on it? Do you do, do, do it every day? Yes, every single day and quite a bit of time. In Would between you... making videos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it is It is something to think about. I mean, if you yep. do have a lot of experience and you want to, and you might feel a bit intimidated yep. to start with, but, you know, I, I think you probably would be. Now, on, on the Avast forum, if, if one of those of us that are regulars there helping customers don't have an answer, uh, some of us have enough clout that we can actually get someone from Avast involved and they will then handle it. So mm -hmm. that's one of the advantages. Right. If we see a, a person really has a problem, even if they're using the free version, we will get and always do get Avast involved and actually solve the problem right on the forum. And the forum is something anybody can go and look. Mm -hmm. So if you have a problem, do a little search. It's probably already been answered. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. And I think that uh, so... That's something that maybe we should also, one of the things we maybe should do on the Monday show is maybe do a little talk on how to get to the Google forum and how, yeah. what it all involves. You know, that'd be a good idea. It's a great resource for people, right? I mean, they can go there and get some help. Yeah. Just reading other people's questions and answers uh, well, is, is the first step to doing something like that. Right. Get an idea of how it's done and, mm -hmm. and the kind of answers that people give. Yeah, and they because uh, you're not the first person that's ever had that problem, right? Nope. Yep. That's right. Uh, okay, uh, let's see. Keely, this is yours, I guess. Yeah, the 20 best video editing apps for 2022. Of course, the title doesn't really tell you a whole bunch. It, and so I looked at it, and I said, well, gee, Camtasia is not there, and that's the, one of the uh, premier type video editing program. And then I realized... Uh, it, it, they're talking about uh, free and inexpensive video editing programs, not the best of the best. And I don't know if Screencast-O-Matic is there, but that is certainly an alternative, and you don't have to buy it at all. Yeah. So there, there's the article isn't the best I've seen, but it, it is one that if you're looking for video editing, you don't want to spend a lot of money on it. There's some ideas for you. Okay, great. Thanks, Huey. Uh, right now I put this up there, uh, just not to, just to remind you, we talked a little bit about this before the show, Facebook what sort is, of, for, what, is, what is the article? Oh, the article is Facebook is copying discord and Slack for its groups feature. And we're all in for it. Not, not that, that I want to talk about that specific article, but as I mentioned earlier in the pre-show that we had, Google or Facebook is changing its way. Like Google has had such a great success with YouTube. You know, more people watch YouTube than than television in the United States. And I'm not talking about YouTube TV. I'm talking about YouTube. Phenomenal success. And people, of course, uh, creators are creating all this content and putting it on YouTube and so on and so forth. So Facebook is changing in the last six months. Uh, they they for those of you who are creators or maybe you're creating stuff. Facebook is is getting into the same the same idea where you post your content onto Facebook. It's free, and you can monetize it, create ads, and there would be an ad revenue stream and so on. So same same sort of idea. Face um, YouTube is doing Facebook. So so a lot of change is happening on uh, on Facebook. Just 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 for a heads up on that. Do either of you use Discord or Slack and know I what do. it is? I do. I'm on a Slack channel with Avast, and that's. It's, it's more an one-on-one uh, -on -one or within a specific group. It, it is not like Facebook where it's anybody and everybody. And this is within specific a specific group. So if you have a specific interest, uh, maybe you're car collectors. You could have a Slack channel and those people would be on that particular channel. Same goes for Discord. Hopefully, they're not copying Discord because Discord was just hacked. <laughs> yeah, I did, Huey. I did. Um, um, I became a patron with uh, Chrome Unboxed and Robbie Payne and those guys, and I I watch all their videos because, of course, I need need to for the uh, 
for our learning Chromebook series. And they have a discord. If you are a, a supporter, then they have a discord channel where you actually can talk to them. And so you can actually talk to the, you know, the group and, and so on and so forth. So uh, I, I just don't have the need to do that very much. So I logged in and set it all up and, and it was sort of cool to, to be able to sort of participate in some of the stuff, but I don't really have a lot of time to do that. And I didn't, um, I just haven't found the need to do that. So I, that's my only experience with it was just the one, the one issue. Yeah, that, that's my problem. I just don't have the time to, to learn something that I may not use or, or I'm not interested in using yeah. uh, to find out what, just to find out what it is. I used to do that a lot, but I just, uh, it gets to the point where there's only so much you can, can kind of get into the brain. Right. And when I bring in something that I don't need, uh, it's, it's already full up there. So when I bring something new and something falls out and I don't need to forget something that I really want to know. So. Right. Yes. Yeah, so that's the only experience. Do we have any comments, uh, any questions yet or anything more posted? We can stream yard and see what we got. Uh, Mike's got a couple of things. We set up discord as a BBS simulator for our computer users group. Uh, works just like the old B yeah, the old BBSs, but we really didn't draw members who wanted to use it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's like the old bulletin boards, you know, <laughs> I spent a lot of time there in my old days, but yeah. Um, just give me a good old zoom meeting and I'd rather be, you know, can, can solve this. Yeah, issue. I was, I was Mike, Mike and I, and uh, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people who listen to us were old BBSers. I, yep. I ran, I ran a really big uh, BBS. I had, I was one of the first to put, uh, CDs online with the shareware on them. And I had, at one time, I had eight different CD players hooked to my bulletin board so I people could get all kinds of files. We put up a satellite dish and we were downloading uh, FIDO uh, feeds of, of, of shareware. And it was, it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of fun back in the late 80s. Yeah, yeah. Um, Google, oh, so this was interesting. So, so this, the article here was from The Verge. Google switch to Android iPhones app now works with any Android 12 phone. So I guess my question is most people are happy with their, with their, um, Apple phones. This, this, this is about the app that copies all your data from Apple to Android. It makes it very easy to switch from Apple to Android. I guess I'm not sure how many people switch from Apple to Android anyway. I thought it was thought it was interesting. That's because Apple had had an, an app that allowed you to switch from Android to right. an I, yeah. a, iOS device. Yeah, so it's interesting. So if you are considering switching, uh, it is pretty easy now. You can move back and forth. Huey, what's this with your eyeballs here? Uh, it's a contact lens that a company has developed that they actually put the batteries in the contact lens and, and you can have it as an AR artificial, uh, uh, what's AR stand for? I can't even remember now. Artificial retail, AI. Yeah, yeah, it's like AI, but it's where you can watch things. Oh, real, artificial reality. Yeah, mm -hmm. artificial reality. But it, it's in the company that's creating it, their CEO is testing it himself. But there's actually batteries built in to this thing you put in your eye. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Interesting article. Amazing. Some of the some of the new technology that's coming and, and that is really out there, but still in the testing stage. That may have quite significant implications for people with um, corneal problems or, or eye problems. So there may be some really interesting things happening with this. Yeah. Maybe replaces glasses. All right, Huey, next one you got. Yeah, we were talking about this uh, before the show. Uh, where a bunch of routers are under attack by a new, unusually sophisticated malware. This is really an old yep. item. Yep. It's uh, a rebranded old item. So, so I guess... Really... Go ahead, Bob. Well, it's drawing lots of attention. But actually, this goes back years and years. And pretty much what it points out is, just like your computer, every once in a while, reboot your modem. And your router. Yep. 
It also points out to the issue of be careful what you lit watch on, on news feeds because, yep. you know, these, you know, it, it happens all the time. And that's one of the things that why Bob and Huey and I, you know, review all these articles before we put them up on our Facebook page is that it's, um, you know, some of the articles just, just aren't worth it. And, you know, it's they called have rebranding, right. They have, you know, Microsoft's doom and gloom Microsoft, you know, there'll be some big explosive title on a real old insignificant problem. And what they really want you to do is to click the article and read it. Right. Or, or, or it'll be full of advertising and that will bring up all sorts of stuff. So anyway, be careful with that. Yeah. A couple, a couple of things about that. Uh, uh, this past week, one of my one of my uh, Facebook friends posted a, a, the same old article about uh, what's a Texas Roadhouse is giving away free dinners. All you have to do is, is say, uh, I saw this I saw this article on Facebook and you're going to get two free dinners. And, and they keep posting it. I keep posting things from uh, uh, news articles saying that it's a scam, that it, it doesn't it's just. It's not true. And people just, they see something and they automatically just copy and paste it and put it on Facebook and, and don't look at, gee, can this be true or can this be maybe not true? And maybe I ought to look to see if, just do a quick search and see if there's anything written about it. No, that's why, it. that's why the Nigerian scam is still active Absolutely. and working. Mm -hmm. Yes, indeed. Can you imagine going and ordering two dinners and go to pay for it and give them the little article and show them this? And then they say, no, that's not true. Yeah. There you go. All right. Um, let's have a look here. I think this is yours, Huey. Next one. Yeah. Just uh, a reminder for those who have Chromebooks. Uh, mine was updated to version 103 uh, of the operating system for uh, Google Chromebooks. Uh, or any Chromebook, uh, it doesn't have to be Google, it could be a, a Acer or mine's a Dell. Uh, just check and see if you've got a new uh, uh, Chromebook uh, operating system version. And then also uh, Chromebooks uh, get seven new Chromebook OS 103 features. And I'm sure Ron is going to be talking about those at the next Learning Chromebooks show. Yes, I do the uh, Chrome OS, the new, because yeah. with Chromebooks now, we have a new version of the operating system each month. So I go over and look at, that's part of what I do is I go over and look at what um, what the new features are. And yeah. I got mine, I got mine, Huey, um, this week, as, yesterday as well. So that's good. Yeah, I haven't looked at the new features to see what they are yet, but I did, uh, so I grabbed this article and I'm going to take a look at the article and Kind of figure out if there's anything there that I'm going to be, yeah, there's some interesting using. Stuff. So yeah, uh, all right. The next article is very, very interesting, and I wanted to get everybody's thoughts on this. Is um, as you know, uh, the Bitcoin has had a, you know, digital currency has had a, had a rocky road this last week, and it is uh, it is a big, big problem. So this was the article was new turmoil rocks crypto as court orders hedge fund to liquidate and this was uh, just came out this morning and three arrows capital was a hedge fund of course people had invested billions of dollars in this uh and it was in digital currency mostly bitcoin and of course the bitcoins lost 70 percent of its value and the uh, they now have to liquidate and uh this is people's investments so it's uh, where are we with this? Um, this is sort of interesting. I mean, what do you guys think? Well, I don't have the money to invest in in in, in uh, crypto currency anyway, so I don't really follow it that much. It's just right. I, my feeling is that if you've got a lot of extra money and you want to uh, try it, go ahead and do it. But uh, bear in mind, it's like any uh, anything you invest in, you're liable to lose a lot of money. This reminds me of silver many years ago. That's right. I, yeah. used to, I used to, when somebody brought in a silver certificates in the bank, I used to buy those things and run down the block and trade them in. And for every silver certificate, I wound up at one point getting 47 bucks. Okay. That's what this reminds me of. And then, of course, 
that was the end of that. Silver went back to its norm. And if you didn't take advantage of it at the time it was high and get rid of it before right. it dropped, you took the loss. You did. Yeah. Interesting. Like the rest of you, I don't have anything in cryptocurrency. I don't have anything in the stock market either. So yeah, me either. You got I don't have anything in the bank either, but that's beside <laughs> the point. <laughs> you got to have money to do those things. Well, not necessarily now. Not, just hold on, you guys. Chris Gould of Geeks on Tour did a show about that. Remember, she actually bought, you can actually buy $100 worth of Bitcoin, right? You can, you yeah, can buy yeah. You can buy it and, and there are, you, you can go to, they have ATMs like that you can go there and put your money in and it gives you a little card and you've got your $100 worth of Bitcoin and you can actually trade that, get 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 $50 change. And there are actually, you know, the whole thing is, is uh, was being used as currency. But of course, the Bitcoin itself had, had a uh, investment potential because of course it was going up. And so she did a whole show on it of how to do this and how. So anyway, I wonder how her hundred dollars. Her hundred dollars is now worth forty-seven bucks. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to ask her how she's doing with that. All right, uh, Bob, this is yours, I guess. Uh, fingerprint reader to any window. This is cool. Yep, it's a USB device, and it will take your fingerprint at any angle. So if you really don't want to use. Uh, numbers or password and you figure that the fingerprint reader is something you want but your laptop doesn't have one this is one way to add it does that integrate into the windows software so that you won't get asked the other factors you know does this that's correct over? you set it up you set it up in your id to use the fingerprint ah so is it, how much is it was it very expensive uh i think forty dollars 40 bucks. That's yeah, pretty 39 cool. I believe is what it was. Hmm. The link to this takes you to Amazon. Okay. And have you had any experience with these? Have you, have you, you no, know? no, 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 no. My, I don't use fingerprint reader. I found them to not be as reliable as I want it. I know technology has improved mm -hmm. and hopefully this has had the newer technology, but all right, well, that's cool. Yeah. When I sign, when I sign into my phone, I when I turn my phone on or open up the the case and, and push the button, it looks at it looks for my picture, it looks for my face, right. and it, it does a facial recognition. If it if it's uh, to the side or it's at night or it's a little too dark or sometimes it just doesn't recognize me, the next thing is I can put my finger on the fingerprint reader and it will open my phone up. If neither of those work, I can slide up and then put in my PIN. Pinion. So I've got three ways which mm -hmm. I can log into my phone, and the fingerprint is one of those, and it works pretty good. Sometimes right. it doesn't. <laughs> well, so I just use on my Pixel, I just use my fingerprint. I've always used the fingerprint reader. I think Bob probably does the same with his. I guess, do we have on our Pixel 6s, Bob, do we have facial recognition? I don't even know if we have that on our. I don't know. I use a, I use a pen. Oh, use a pin. Uh, yeah. I, I don't even know. I should have. We should probably look at that. Uh, oh, now this is very interesting. This is this article is is. I really want to talk about this. Um, this came out this morning, and this, yeah, I posted it too a little bit later on. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, did you guys read the read the article? Yep. Yes. Okay. Yep. So you know. Okay. So let me just tell the viewers. What, yeah, read the read the article title first. Yeah. Okay. So the U.S. FCC. Commissioner wants Apple and Google to remove TikTok from their app stores. Okay, so um, so this is uh, so they want them to remove TikTok. Now, the 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 start of this article goes back well maybe a couple of years ago, where um, it was deemed that the 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 TikTok TikTok is of course owned by China, right. and they're actually two companies and. Um, and the company in China, I can't, I can't remember what it's called, but it, it's a, it sort of owns TikTok. But because the boom came down two years ago and TikTok was going to be required to sell it and all its U.S. assets and not be allowed to be in the United States, they agreed that, that all their data for TikTok would be on U.S. servers and 
physically stored in the United States. The issue is security and all the data will be stored in the United States. And so, so TikTok is, is the name in the United States. It's stored on data servers in the United States. In, in China, it's called something else and it's stored in China, but it's still owned by China, right? And so the issue came up recently was that there was actually some, the TikTok, the US company was actually giving some of that personal information to China. And that was where, that's what prompted this, this, this article, right? And so the whole issue of security in China and giving data back and forth and your personal information has come up again. Now, I want to just tell you something. You know that I listen to Leo Laporte all the time on the uh, on the radio, and I'm sure you guys do as well, but I listen to him. Michael is, of course, Leo has a son. His son's, I think his name's Michael. Was it Michael? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Michael. And Michael, um, I think he's in his 20s, and he uh, had a hard time figuring out what he wanted to do. He didn't know much about cooking, but always liked cooking. And he started a cooking cooking channel on TikTok. And he now has a six-figure income, and he makes more than his dad does after 50 years on, on broadcasting, right? And he's been extremely successful. Now, he, he works at it hard, and he is a businessman, and he does it. But it just lets you know the TikTok platform is huge. Like, it really is big, right? Now, I don't do TikTok. I, I don't think Huey and Bob do TikTok either. Nope. So we're talking nope. sort of in a social media, but it's another world out there, so to speak, right? It's, it is another world, right? Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. So this it's is nice. Very- it's nice to have the data on U.S. servers, but you should not sync them with the servers in China. Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is going to be a big issue coming up. This is this is not going to go away. And and this is, you know, <laughs> it's it's going to be a this is a big one. But it really does affect a lot of people, not us, because we don't we're not on that platform. Right. But it is a big platform in in the United States. It's huge. And people I, are making... Yeah. I know all my kids and grandkids and probably some of the great-grandkids do use TikTok. TikTok, yeah. Even yeah. though even though grandpa and great-grandpa says don't do it, right. they still do it because their friends are all on it. Yeah, there's actually a, a thing now they're, they're warning people about that it's become one of those things on TikTok that uh, challenges... And yep. is how deep can you dig at the beach? And it's becoming a, a big issue because they're digging so far down that turtles are having issues with it and people are falling in or tripping, getting uh, tripping on these holes and they just, they can't fill them back up easily. And they're just digging very huge, deep holes in the sand. Yeah. Um, just before it's, you know, an hour, an hour has gone by. Yeah. And I went, there's one article of, of, of a few down it's about chrome unbox that i would like to cover before we go okay well i'm while i'm getting that back up for you is there anything we got to talk can you look and see if we got anything people uh, go over there uh yeah let's see um okay here we go Ivana uh, from Argyle, Texas, right? Ivana, I think his name is Hank Salt Hank. Let's see, wait a minute here. Joel says Amazon uh, has at least four different brands of USB fingerprint readers, all about 50 bucks. Yeah. Yep. I think his name is Hank Salt. I don't know. What, what are we referring to there? Do you know? I don't know. The probably oh Leo oh, um, son. oh Leo's son Leo's son so yeah. then is listening to him see <laughs> there you go there you go uh, okay what are we looking for Huey uh, the one on keep going that one right there okay here do you want to talk about it yeah let me go back to it uh, need a cheap laptop if if you're considering getting a, a Chromebook and and you aren't sure or you want to have an extra Chromebook around uh, right now, Best Buy has this uh, one for need a cheap laptop. It's a Chrome uh, Unbox found it. It's like $99. Mm-hmm. And it's a regular Chromebook. It's, 
is one. So if you want to play with a Chromebook, uh, but don't want to spend a lot of money to see whether it's something you're interested in, this would be a good starter. You try it, you see, oh yeah, I would like to get into the Chromebook world, then buy a better one that'll do more things and it'll have, it'll be in the three, $400. I think 400 to $500 is, is a really sweet spot for a good Chromebook with a lot of the extras on it. But for a hundred bucks to try one, uh, I think this is a pretty good deal. Now, if you're writing feverishly trying to keep notes on all this, you don't have to worry about it because, of course, we recorded the show and it's available for playback right now because it'll be on YouTube. Uh, or you can go to our uh, Facebook page and all the articles are right there. And that's the, the link to our Facebook page. So and we should actually I posted that also over on our learning Chromebook page as well. So uh, it is a Chromebook article as well. So. Thanks, Huey, for doing that. That's great. Good, good information um, because Chromebooks are a lot of fun. Okay. Yeah, for a hundred bucks. Uh, yeah, yeah. There you go. Just an extra, just to have something for your grandkids and, and to play with to learn about Chromebooks. Mm -hmm. And that way you can be a part of learning Chromebooks, our, our show every month, and, uh, and not have to uh, spend a lot of money. So you know that uh, the the fitness tracker for kids. You remember the, the video, that great video I made last Monday. Remember that you all watched. All your videos <laughs> are great <laughs> on the show. So I'm in Costco yesterday. I'll be darned if they don't have it as a as a discount sale, and it's on for fifty bucks. It was on for half price. It was on for fifty dollars, and I thought, and I just made a video about it. I should. I thought I should make little stickers and put them on the side and say, just watch the video. <laughs> Anyway, listen, we got to go. It's uh, yep. We're already two minutes over. You guys will talk forever here. Anyway, thanks, you guys, for coming this week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We we are Absolutely. here for you. And we, Love having and, you here. And yeah, uh, please hope, uh, tell your friends. Yeah, and I hope you had as much fun as we did. I mean, we really do have a lot of fun doing this. So I hope you had as much fun as well. Anyway, we'll see you next week. And don't forget, this is podcasted. Anyway, have a great week. Have a good long weekend, by the way. And don't bye forget... Bye. The Monday show will be we'll be broadcasting on Monday, even yeah. though it's a long weekend. All right. Okay. Yep. Bye now. <laughs>